Hi, Gemstones, and welcome to another episode of Takes All Over the Place. I'm Nick, joined as always by Emma and Julie, who thankfully are silent at the moment, so it is my show. Jump on in. Captain Phillips up in here. Today we're talking about all the gay things that we consume during Pride Month, which unfortunately doesn't actually require any gay people, IRL, but... Netflix and Amazon Prime are forever boyfriends and supplied us with amazing content, which we'll discuss and I won't spoil in the intro. We also play some fun games. You'll be surprised by the winner. Um, spoiler alert, it's not me. Enjoy, everyone. That was perfect. Amazing. I have to tell you guys quickly, I went to a live performance, I won't say what kind, for the first time ever. It was a sex show, I'm guessing? Yes. Why can't you <laughs> disclose this? This is a safe space. Because it will reveal who then said what I'm about to repeat. Oh, amazing. Okay, I can't wait. So I went on Father's Day night with my friend, and um, the mistress of ceremonies came out and said, do we have any daddies in the audience? Where are all the daddies? <laughs> She's like, it's daddy's day, everybody. <laughs> I was like, what in God's name is happening? Because Nothing I've good. only ever heard someone say like, happy Father's Day. Are there any fathers? But she didn't. I don't think she knew what she was doing. But she came she out literally with a shimmy shoulder and said, it's daddy's day. <laughs> Are there any daddies in the audience? Okay, so she's Marilyn Monroe channeling Jennifer Anderson channeling happy birthday, Mr. President. I'm into all of that. I don't like the daddies used to refer to actual fathers, nor do I think it was a mistake that she used that particular verbiage. Her title is mistress. Did she have bondage well, I... here and a whip? <laughs> kind of art show was this? I know what you said. You went to New you lived in New York. We get it. You offered it <laughs> a different level. So the show was great, awesome. I got over the daddy thing. I took a quick shower. I felt better. So then at the at the end, it's over, standing O, everything's amazing. We're socially distanced, wearing okay, masks. Standing O, you have to say ovation, because everyone's going to think orgasm. Do I, daddy? Do I? Oh, my God. So First of all, that did something to me. Gross. Showering and over the PA system comes, ladies and gentlemen. Comes, we're Julie, in a, you have to control your words. Yes, I'm so filthy. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a shelter-in-place order. There is currently a tornado warning. Please take your seats. So this is the first thing I've been to like this since yeah. the pandemic has subsided somewhat, and I've been fully vaccinated for months. And then I almost died in the theater. So. <laughs> I had to listen to Daddy and almost died. Then did you get up on stage? Are there any EMTs in there? <laughs> <laughs> any firefighters? I'm never going out again. That was a mistake. I mean, it's scary out there. I have recently come to a discovery that I think applies to me. So I assume it universally applies to everyone else, which is I have been waiting for me to be in a position to go out and do things. And by going out and doing things, even though I don't feel prepared or whatever, like mental checklist I feel is a prerequisite for having fun actually helps you get to that mindset. Like I went out for Emma's birthday the other week and Obviously, I'm betrothed to Emma. No, beholden. I'm sorry. <laughs> this took a weird turn. <laughs> Any daddies in the room? <laughs> um, and, like, I just worked, and typically I wouldn't, but obviously I'm there for Emma, and I really wanted to hang out with her, and it was an absolute blast. But I typically would not have gone out there. You just have to put yourself out there. I've learned. And then so did you, you go on a date yet? And then you put out, Julie. I was getting to it. All right? <laughs> getting around to it. No, I... No. I no longer have the capacity for lust or any of those other fun things. What are they called? Sins? <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I feel like I'm making building blocks. I did make a therapy appointment because I haven't gone in quite some time because as I was giving advice to many of the people at my workplace, all of whom struggle with anxiety and inability to speak to people, and yet we're in the hospitality industry, so like great hiring decisions there. My bad. But I keep saying, like, it's the most important time to go to a therapist when you don't feel like you need it, because then you can implement all the tools when you're not feeling so great. And then my stupid ass isn't doing the same thing. So I made an appointment with my therapist again, and 
I will do what they say. Aw, good job, Nikki. So we'll see if we that second part is true. <laughs> yeah. Do we do what they say? Oh my god! I mean, I did. It's the thing. I'm willing to do whatever it takes when I'm desperate. They made a movie about me. It's called Fame. But when I'm like not as stable, or when I am more stable, I'm just like fuck this. I'm doing great. Never felt better in my life. I've got this, which is when I most need it. But yeah, if they tell me to like put on a recording of all of my fears again, I already have the MP3. We're good. So <laughs> it is a great idea to. Get new tools while you're feeling strong, just so that they'll be there when you're not. It's hard Thank to you. do. It's impossible to do. It is very well. You're doing it. You're doing it right now. We're very proud of you. Well, because I have four people. They're called the Cotter family, which includes you, Julie, propping me up and making me semi-functional. <laughs> you are holding down a job. So what have you been, obviously we'll get to the grand finale, grand prize of this entire experience, Drag Race, un momento, but what else si, have you been, favor. si, es verdad, what else have you been consuming, engaging with, enjoying this week? I've been eating a lot of sugar, does that count? Um, Can I ask the medical side of Twitter something real quick? I was eating nothing but like chia seeds and kombucha and fibrous greens for like a week, nothing. I down... Two things of gelato within the past 24 hours, never been more regular. Someone explain that to me. Hmm. Uh, are you asking medical try to Twitter? Yeah, yeah. I'm assuming they all listen. They're all listeners. <laughs> <laughs> They'll get back to me. We'll get back to that. All right. We're going to start. No! Yes. God, no! It's Megan McCain, folks. Yes. Well, I, I, to just comment on that. Yeah. Uh, the thing that I never saw Trump do was apologize to anybody. And I will take it when you, you know, because sometimes I'm rude respect, to somebody. We're all, all like respect, that. I don't I just care. Want to, let me president. just finish what I'm saying. Well, with all due respect, I, I, I don't I'm care just, if he's apologizing. He just embarrassed himself. I don't care that you don't like care. Trump. Just hear what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't saying. care that you don't care. We're going to go. Oh, my God. We're stuck in a loop. Then, good, Megan. Then you can be how you always are. We'll be right back. be how you always are. That's Sorry, did you just neck cock on EGOT winner Whoopi Epping Goldberg? <laughs> what the hell? So Obviously how quickly that devolved into like week. childhood <laughs> ranting of like, no, you are, no, you are, and I don't care, and I don't care that you don't care, and I don't care that you don't care, that I don't care, that I don't care, and then you're like counting out and just making faces. She's a child. She had already spoken for longer than anyone else. It went back to Whoopi. Whoopi said, well, I don't care that you don't care. Just let me get my point out. And then she's like, well, I don't care that you don't care. Ugh. Dream come true. What a gift. She's the gift that keeps on giving. Also, with, with all due respect doesn't negate. What? With all due respect doesn't negate. Well, no, with all due respect, what? With all due respect, though. I don't feel respected. That doesn't negate, like, saying something truly terrible. Like, I'm going to stroll up to someone and be like, with all due respect, you're a fugly slut who deserves to die. Right. It's like the bless her I heart. Oh, bless your heart, which means fuck them, you know, or God bless him. All right. Other than that, I ended up watching some gay stuff. Just as well. You should you really Pride Month. It. Okay, you have to. Well, so it's I did some Pride Month and some Juneteenth. So, have you watched the Man in the Orange Shirt? Julie, yes. And have by you? That I mean the sex scenes. <laughs> well, it's more like love scenes. So, Emma, get this: uh -huh. it's two different masterpiece theater like ours. In the first episode is this handsome fan. Fine-looking young man. And the second half is Ryan Gazinia from New Girl. <gasps> oh, who is real-life gay. Is real he? Gay. Oh, yeah, my God. And so this is oh, the guy in the first that. series, Oliver Jackson Cohen. Rawr. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was, I mean, it's, it's mediocre to bad. But the men are extremely attractive, which makes it fantastic. And it does show gay love with gay lust, right? So I feel like a lot of the gay love stories are like, let's just do it. But the first episode, they are like, can't be together because it's before times and whatever. But they are so in love with each other. It is amazing. <laughs> Wait before 2020. And then in the second one, the I can't, there's a surprise. Like there's a twist. <laughs> that you learn about. But then Ryan goes in, he is like a sex addict and he's super ashamed of being gay and he meets a super hot guy. Who's in an open relationship with Julian Sand. And then anyway, they decide they're going to go for like having a real relationship. And like, they're sitting on a bench and the guy's like, I can't share you with anyone. It's like, <laughs> oh, my God. Very dreamy. Solid B plus. 
So second one, good. First one, good, as in, like, shut, lock the doors and, like, settle in. No, there's no super gay sex. There's no big sex scenes, period. I've watched them. They're lovely. There's hardly any nudity. I thoroughly enjoy. There's lots of, like, lovingly looking into each other's eyes, like, oh, my God, I love you so much. It's very sweet. But it is about how hard it is has been to be gay, period. And then Vanessa Redgrave is the evil. I won't tell you who she is, but... (laughs) (laughs) Surprise! So, I... That dovetails nicely into the antithesis of that, which is just super steamy, slutty, gay stuff that is an elite. The fourth season just dropped on Netflix. Maybe it's just because I'm loving so much Drag Race España, but it's a Spanish television show teen-oriented, they're all in high school, yet somehow they can all go to bars, drink, and do whatever. And it is just a true treat. First season's the best. Second season's okay. Third season, skip. Fourth season, just accept what it is. Let it wash over you. A lot of gay stuff, a lot of steamy gay stuff. It's quite good. And a lesbian for the first time ever. Usually it's just like all lesbians all the time, and it's like, what do I have to do for like some dick-on-dick action? But here it's like, oh, what a treat. (laughs) <laughs> Look at people functioning normally. Why are they doing that? Ah, they're women. They just do it better. I get it now. Well, like, I would give Man in the Orange Shirt, which I watched on Amazon Prime, like 82 gemstones. What would you give Elite Season 4 only, not the other seasons? Okay, I would rate it 5 out of 5 penises, but I would rate it, like, gemstone-wise. <laughs> I would give it, like... 85 gemstones. Like, for pure qua- for pure entertainment factor, 85 gemstones. So many gemstones. So many gems. Well, the second season of Lupin dropped on Netflix, and they I have to say so it's... cultured. It is Even insane. better than the first. Oh, my God. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. If you like action, it's like the Jason Bourne of France, but he's a guy who models himself after uh, Lupin, which is like a real character in a novel that French people have grown up with. Um, He's the gentleman burglar. Oh, there's a really cheesy song at the end on a boat. It's fantastic. (laughs) But it's action-oriented. It is like sneaky Pete, super smart. They're ahead of you. Then they show you how they got there. (laughs) Satisfying ending. Couple satisfying murders. Omar Sy is gorgeous. Such a good actor. (laughs) They, they've run out of ways to hide his identity because I think he's like six foot five and maybe like <laughs> 260. So it's kind of hard. And then at one point they they put on a, a, a disguise you would never guess. And you're like, <laughs> <laughs> he walks right by people. You're like, oh my God. <laughs> Everyone's looking for you. He's right there. He's right there. So Was if he you like some action. What, what? what possible disguise would disguise him? <laughs> a pillar? Oh, you're just going to have to watch Lupin season two on Netflix. Lupin. Oh, he's so smart. He's so smart. He's so smart. Satisfying ending. Great character development. Great world building. Even better than the first. And then at the end it says, a season three will be coming. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Which is good. Because like, well, I guess it's season three. That's usually the cutoff for Netflix shows, right? Because that's, it's either after a second season or a third season. They're legally obligated to do contract negotiations, which will result in raises. And Netflix personally believes that like just continuing old content doesn't attract new viewership and new subscribers. So they keep pumping out. So usually like season three is when everything you know and love will be canceled. So I hope that doesn't happen. It's okay if it does. I love the British model of this series has six episodes. They're fucking fantastic. It makes sense from start to finish. There's no fillers and then it's over. Go tell another story. I'm okay with that. That's fine as long as everyone who's involved in creating the show knows that there's a set amount of time and it's not like, I assume we'll get a fourth season, just kidding, and it ends on a cliffhanger. I like those perfect capsules too, but so often, like Santa Clarita Diet, I will never get over it, ended on a cliffhanger and now it's gone because the showrunners didn't know it was going to be canceled. I couldn't get into Santa Clarita Diet and I want to. All right. It's just fascinating how two people with diametrically opposed hands <laughs> on so many things can... And it should not ring each other's necks. <laughs> well, that's because we're on Zoom. We're on Zoom. I'm pretty sure I hit you a couple of times when we were in person. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, I mean not I like hard. Absolutely deserved it, I'm sure. <laughs> not like hard. Not like You know, hard, just like just a like... punch in the shoulder, not like a <laughs> crack across the face. <laughs> Which is, I've done before in my childhood, so. 
Be warned. Terrifying discourse. It's bothered. <laughs> Speaking of cracks across the face, Nick, do you want to talk about the movie we watched last night for Father's Day? Oh, my God. So, Daddy's Day. Daddy's Day. <laughs> I hate that. Um, yeah, I had to listen to it in real time. <laughs> so we always typically do a joint celebration for Emma's birthday, which is on June 16th, and Father's Day, which is that subsequent Sunday always, and my mom's birthday is the week after. And then I came out as gay just so it would also be Pride Month and I would be included. So (laughs) we all got together and we watched Nobody, which is Bob Odenkirk from Better Call Saul. Yes, we talked about this months ago and then it didn't come out. Yeah, (laughs) for whatever reason, I had just like this massive aversion to seeing it. I think it was mentioned in the same breath as Manx, so I assumed that they were the same thing. Very different experience. That is right around the same time. Good for you for remembering, yeah. (laughs) Extremely talented. (laughs) It was absolutely fantastic. I don't know what... So, like, Emma and my dad tend to be very similar viewpoints and just how they attack the world. And my mom and I are very similar about how we sleep through the world. And so my dad and Emma love those sort of equalizer movies. And this was definitely up their alley. But it was so fucking fun. Bob Odenkirk is like... I don't want to give too much away. But there's a don't, lot of violence. There's it. a lot of gore. Woo-hoo. There's a lot... But it's just, like, so satisfying and fun and enjoyable. It's one of the best movies that I've seen just from sheer entertainment value in quite some time. I mean, what are the chances that Bob Odenkirk, mediocre comedian from, like, the aughts, is now this superstar? (laughs) BT Dub's female equivalent looks would never even get a job, so let's just say that. (laughs) But, you know, he can pass for the unassuming uh, accountant at the family company, just kind of living a really blah life and clearly unhappy. Um, and then he manages to pull off some action hero stuff, which is fun. Unexpected. <laughs> He's awesome. definitely not as like slick and graceful and like perfect at the action stuff as Denzel is. If we're comparing this to Equalizer, <laughs> it feels like a spiritual relative of the Equalizer movies, but it's a, it's a different path. Like clearly these two men maybe started in the same program and this is where they each went. <laughs> and then John Wick just ran past them all. And... <laughs> yeah. Good. I'm excited. Yeah. I want to see good. I mean, Lupin has got me super excited for some action. Action. I, I never saw John Wick, but I remember you talking <gasps> about having a lot of bodies. I know I need to. I need, I need to. There's so many things I need to watch that I haven't. I mean, That's if you just want like <laughs> body count, that is the movie for you. There are just people being crushed left and right. And well, that's ladies. my warning about nobody is that it does have a high and bloody body count. <laughs> It's yeah, John Wick does a lot of martial arts and stuff. Oh, that's not true. He shoots almost everyone in the head. That's right. <laughs> but unlike like the Terminator, the head doesn't explode usually. Yeah. It's just like yeah. a bam and they're down. Nobody is more of like found objects, sort of artisanal killing, where it's just like, <laughs> let's look around us and find something that we may not be particularly versed in operating, but we'll use it to impale someone. It's amazing. Well, John Wick is the instrument of torture. Like he is martial arts. Mm-hmm. Aikido, Taekwondo, let me use your energy against you and break your knuckles and rip your face off. It's good times. Yeah. It's good times. I think if you like John you'll definitely like nobody. You'll absolutely like it. It also has um, the Connie Nielsen, who is everyone's pick to play anything set in ancient Greece ever or Rome. She was in Gladiator. She was the... Wonder Woman, right? She was in Wonder Woman as Hippolyta or Hippolata or Hippo wants to kill you. I think it's Hippolyta. Mm, I don't believe that. It sounds yeah, less like Latin pronunciation. <laughs> Britannia est insula, Britannia est magna insula. Yeah, I can say Latin too. <laughs> well, Hippolyta Super sounds less like big fat lady. <laughs> Hippolata. <laughs> That's what you said. You yeah. said Hippolata. Hippolata. She's the new woman that's the face behind Enorme from 30 Rock. <laughs> Why do fat women have to have their own separate perfume? I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. Oh, is it potentially time for Tweet of the Week? <laughs> <laughs> you can always tell Tweet of the Week is coming because Julie is holding her phone like it's a landline. Well, you don't have to tell everybody. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Element of surprise, never. Thank you. <laughs> well, this is really becoming a fan page to David Allen Greer and Solomon Giorgio. Let's see if that's his name. All right. So we have many contenders. Oh, wait. I don't want you to see this. Look away. Look away. Stop looking. 
stop shaking. The first one from Mark Harris. Remember, you're picking the winner. I smiled at a woman in Columbus Circle. She smiled at me. We exchanged pleasantries about the beautiful day. Then she bent over, pick up a, picked up a couple of oak leaves from the gutter, sniffed them, and ate them. I will see you all <laughs> in another 15 months. <laughs> unexpected. I love an unexpected. <laughs> Caleb Huron. When people don't text me back immediately, it's probably for a very understandable reason. Like they're busy talking shit about me and planning my death. <laughs> Funny and true. He is hilarious. He's the guy that... Um, when he's gone viral a lot, but one of the biggest ones that I saw originally was a person who's on a conversation with their friend who's clearly wrong. And it's just two minutes of him being like, uh huh, uh huh. Well, actually, I just, okay, yeah, 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 no, 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 you're right, you're, okay, yeah, yeah. but like, do you think, okay, uh huh, uh huh, but like, maybe if, uh, okay, it's so fun. He does it way better than I do, but look it up. Let's hope so, because that was. <laughs> This is one for everybody in the hospitality industry. Soup of the day implies another, possibly even seductive, soup of the night. <laughs> From our friend Jinx Monsoon, and very apropos, watching Drag Race does not make you an expert on drag. It makes you a fan of Drag Race. We know that. Thank you, Jinx. We don't I don't know experts. that. I know that. Oh, we're not experts. We just like the show. All right, so Solomon Giorgio is a writer and actor. He writes on Shrill and Hacks, and he was on an episode of Hacks, and he's fucking hilarious. Critical race theory doesn't teach white children that they're inherently racist. That's something I do when I yell from my car every time I pass a school. <laughs> he wrote, good luck banning yelling from the street. <laughs> Here's another one from Solomon. Happy Father's Day to television. Thank you for raising me. Aww. That's been around for a while. That wasn't just him. Or maybe he had like a similar idea as many other people. Because that's been on Twitter. I'm sorry. Did you want to blow out my birthday candles? Possibly pop my balloons? Like... <laughs> All right. Here's the last one. I'm yet again asking the Olympics to simply let a regular non-athlete person do the event first so I can understand how really good these people are. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> can you imagine if I was like out there doing the hurdles and I was just like, oh, shit. I can't get over that. Oh, shit. And then they just go flying past you. I think that oh my would God. It would absolutely be like on Parks and Rec, the get on your feet move where you just keep falling. Yes. Get on get your feet. Get up and make it happen. Yeah, I, I think would that love would to be amazing. I would love to like try to just do a pommel horse or something. And just because like I've seen that and it's like they're just break dancing on a thing. Anyone can do that. No, you can't. You can't. <laughs> or like one really slow swimmer against Katie Ledecky, <laughs> which is granted everyone else in the field, like the amount of time she. Like laps, double laps, triple laps, like the best in the world is insane. And has been doing it for 10 years. Yeah, starting when she was 15 years old. Then little Katie Grimes is now 15, the torch. Mm. <laughs> the torch. No, Katie Ledecky's gonna demolish her. I don't think they're even in the same events. They are. They both qualified She's be in the 800. Of course she is, but she could still win silver or bronze. Okay, those aren't real medals. She gets to go There's to the Olympics. only one that is gold. <laughs> It is very weird how, like, collectively Twitter and just, like, people in general, because I realize that there is society outside of Twitter, even though I don't show it, go from, like, America's the worst and America's trash, because, like, true, to just, like, supreme white nationalism, not white nationalism, Jesus, go to supreme, like, <laughs> radical nationalism in a heartbeat whenever Simone Biles is on the screen or Katie Ledecky's on the screen, and it's just like, America! I don't, when I was growing up, I was always rooting for the Russian gymnasts or the Chinese, any country where they're suffering in some way. I'm like, can't, look, can't they have this? We have oh so much. The gym they're like, the Americans have never won the women's team. I'm like, yeah, but we have freedom. <laughs> we have so do much. We? <laughs> well, like, I mean, we? we don't lock the kids. I guess we do. We send them to the ranch with Bella and the horrible guy. But. Yeah, everyone would always say gymnastics commentary has been like Russia is trash to their kids and then these Chinese gymnasts are beaten with rods, but the Americans are free to have emotional and sexual abuse against them for their entire lives. We're great. Shout, shout out to Rowdy Gaines, who does the swimming commentary. He's been ex as excited as he is now for 30 years. He's just the best. I love him so much. Rowdy, I love him. <laughs> just letting you know. Is he there? <laughs> he could be listening. You don't know who's here. So what's the tweet of the week, people? So I think I love the Olympic one just as like, 
a concept. I don't think it's sweet of the week. Okay. Um, I like the leaf one really got me. That was hilarious. <laughs> I think, I think it's honestly soup. soup. Really? For me. Yeah. The soup one. <laughs> I almost took that one out. So I'm really glad that you liked it so much. I think it might just be the way you, Julie said it. Not me, Frank, but me, Julie. <laughs> okay, you know what? I'm out. I can't do this anymore. Mine <laughs> is the one about critical race theory. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, something yeah. he does when he yells from his car every time he passes by his school. So, but either way, thank you, Twitter, for bringing hilarity into my life. Because <laughs> so many Just other things are sad, sad, sad. <laughs> I'm just going to start putting <laughs> CBD in your water supply. <laughs> All right, are we ready for the main event? Drag Race. RuPaul's Drag Race España. No. <laughs> down under. Oh, God. Can it go farther down? <laughs> I will actually say this episode was the best of the whole season, except for the first, second, and third episodes. It was fourth best of the season. It just missed the podium. Just. You know what the best part of this episode was? Here's where we all picked our winners. Nick picked Karen, Emma picked Art, and Julie <laughs> picked Ketamine! <laughs> yes! <laughs> Nick, you picked Karen? That's who- I don't know why. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I just feel like I've gotten those scores right all year, and it just makes sense <laughs> that I win, but I didn't know I was going to. I didn't know. I didn't know, no. So deserved. <laughs> so deserved. I mean, yeah. Kidamine dominated this episode from start to finish. <laughs> oh, God. No, yeah, I, thought they were, I thought they were doing some, like, <laughs> I like how instead of the typical, like, no, you go ahead. It was you saying go ahead as I continued to go ahead. Um, I do love that Electra was the harbinger and predicted everything that was going to happen. I was afraid that Kidda wouldn't win because the opening sequence was like, I'm a winner. I'm a winner, baby. I'm a winner. Yeah. The beginning, I, I mean, RuPaul's social work was a little too much for me. I feel really bad for them that they don't have dads. Uh, I don't have a dad either. I'm okay. We're okay. We're all right. Now they're going to see you on national TV. You got a daddy. <laughs> I got a daddy. Um, they're singing I'm a winner. I liked Kidda. I thought she was just like the best performer. She did so well. She I was so much fun. I did feel like they did the, I mean, first of all, the editing here was great. And like, honestly, it does show you how much production goes into crafting these people's personalities. Like sometimes you're a bitch, you just will always be shown as a bitch. But like art came off as like very endearing this episode for me. Karen seemed a little more manageable and not just like I'm cowering under the weight of my own expectations. Kid is always fun and Scarlett's always a racist. So like, fuck it. (laughs) I thought art's performance and this was great. And he looked so beautiful in the best drag. I could not stand it. Look at that. Yeah. Stunning. The performance, Hair, though, I do face. like that. Yeah, I do like that they did the split screen and everything, though. Um, I did wonder if it was to cover up for Karen not knowing any of the steps. Because if you look back on some of those split screens, you can see Karen doing the um, just Kimura Hall of I'm just trying to make it. How everyone on the planet doesn't know the arm movements, too. I'm a winner. I'm a winner, baby. I hate when they go back to the chorus every time. You're like, you don't have to go to the chorus immediately nine times. We got it. You're a winner. You're a winner, baby. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Where is Lucian Piani when you need him? Oh, <laughs> so then they came out for best drag. I thought that Kidamine looked amazing. I think she looked super draggy and great. Um, yeah. And I thought Art looked really beautiful. And Scarlett kind of faded, I thought. Yeah, I don't know. she did. It's a beautiful dress. I don't know why, but she just faded. Karen looks like Dolly Parton. I don't know what's happening. He's like a real, like a Dolly Parton tragic clown. Yeah. Um, it's fine. But Scarlett, yeah. Whenever someone's like, they've already seen me really kill at this, so I'm going to do something that I'm terrible at. Range. Well, she didn't though. Like when they did. Oh God, this is Jesus Christ. (laughs) Also, she said she looks like a hundred bucks in this dress. I know. Not a lot. Scarlett. (laughs) So then RuPaul speaks words that are never true. 
Ladies, our viewers look to Drag Race for inspiration <laughs> and guidance. Not once have I looked to Drag Race, drag race for, ins- well, maybe inspiration, but definitely not guidance. <laughs> so then they all have to talk to their little boy selves. Spoiler alert, Emma and I did scroll past. <laughs> oh, it was, it was bad except for Kidda. Aw. Well, that's not true. Art was funny, but Kidamine at the end was like, you know, it's going to be really tough. You're going to have a lot of problems. Like, you're going to be physical challenges and mental challenges and but we're gonna be okay and then he just looked at his picture and he's like i love you let's do this and Aww. everyone was like Ooh. so then scarlet says like you're gonna make some mistakes and you're gonna need to apologize volume uh, but don't worry i know that you feel like no one in the world loves you and i'm thinking we don't right now you made a mistake you should not have come on the show no she's like but you do deserve love and you are worthy and then she drops her head and everyone's like mm-hmm so like as kid is crying, everyone's feeling bad for her, but Scarlett, they're just like, mm, sorry. Yeah, so then, I mean, I just yeah. have trouble relating to a racist swordfish. Well, where are we standing on cancel culture and consequence culture and all of that? She made a mistake. She said she was sorry. She said she's learned from it. Do we never forgive her? I just like, so it's not, I guess it's the recency of it that is the most challenging because I mean, Scarlett and I are the same age, and granted, I grew up in a police state, and she grew up in a penal colony, but it's, like, you know that you're not supposed to do blackface. It's not something, like, I made a mistake. I made a knowing choice to do something offensive. And when did, when, what was the recency? I don't remember. She did it before 1950. (laughs) You mean after? She's ageless. (laughs) (laughs) I, feel like, I mean, it might just be the edit, but I feel like she, she doesn't bring a lot of joy or kindness to it. So, no. like, you know, I, I'm willing to let people grow from mistakes and I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily feel like I'm trying to keep canceling her for the one thing. But, like, she doesn't do a lot redemptive either. She kind of just, and again, it could just be the editing, but she's just, like, been the most cutthroat, competitive, not kind right. <laughs> on a Very show mean full to of Electra. pretty mean queens. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I was listening to Maxi Shield was on Mano Agapian's podcast today. And he's like, we, everyone says we're all mean to each other. We're not. That's just how we talk. It's nothing personal. We're all laughing. Like, we're not then crying Why did the they corner. show that? That's what I hate, where it's just like, we'll do the sneaky edit over it to make it look like they're shitting. It's like, if that's a cultural thing, show us. We love learning about Holland. We love learning that Canada exists. Like, let us be part of it. Well, their little stories were not inspirational. That's terrible. I don't know why he does that. I don't know what the point is that. Um, and then I was reading a review that said like how great the Tic Tac talk was that they had like real moments with everybody. Like, Hey art, it's not your job to take care of everybody else. You better take care of yourself. And then the next scene arts, like I got to take care of myself. I'm in some trouble. And he seemed to really mean it. Like, fuck, yeah. I didn't think about this. Um, so then we get to the finale lip sync. Everyone's lip syncing, but they're going to do one at a time, which okay, is great. Like, mm-hmm. Because you can actually yeah. see people. Um, I, like I thought the split screen too. I thought, like you said, Kidda brought the most joy of anybody. Mm-hmm. Scarlet was just like humping things. Yep. I thought Art gave a great performance, and Karen did too. I would, I would easily go see Art Simone perform anytime. Oh yeah. Yeah. But Kidda had the silver. jokes. Kidda was number one. Yeah. She had the glove that she was pretending to be <laughs> physical with, and then she turned it into an udder when they became animals. <laughs> yeah. She just and every so time they panned to her, they were cracking up. Yeah. And I liked when Karen did that. I'm going this way. No, that way. <laughs> and then Art was just like this beautiful woman on the stage dancing. And then Scarlett was like humping and doing push-ups. And... <laughs> Not even good form, I say, as I'm eating chips. But like, yeah, Kidamine was absolutely such a fucking blast. Karen looked like she wandered up on stage, but somehow did a perfectly acceptable job. Art was neat. And then Scarlett, yeah, she was just gyrating and sledding it up and presenting her ass to the judges. And it's like, okay, what happened to the class that you were just showing? I know. And typically I don't even like this like crazy clown look with a breastplate like from Kita, but she was so fun. Yeah. Well, she tried. That's the best I've ever seen a big breastplate look. Yeah. And I was also very surprised at how well she did in the dance challenge. Yeah. She was killing it. Yeah. Or at least she killed the one move where it was like elbows this way, elbows this way, elbows. This, this was Scarlett's move. They showed her doing it every time. Like, 
Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. So, still going to say, it was still kind of lackluster. Just like you guys, I wanted to skip over the kids and I and wanted to skip over the heart-to-heart talks. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, we're yeah. obviously not that invested. But when I rewatched it, I was really excited to see Kidda through all of that. So happy for her. And she just brought so much joy. Yeah. To a very strange season. That was like a roller coaster. Yeah, she brought a lot of joy, and she was just like a really fun performer. Like she, she made every time she was on that stage like really fresh and fun. I mean, I didn't even hate her tragic show. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that the outfits weren't great, but just so much. She just had so much fun. <laughs> so much fun, and even last week she stood still in those boots, and she was still way more entertaining. Yeah. You're like, wow, <laughs> you are captivating me, and you can't even move. Forgot about her Spice Girls boots. <laughs> yeah, she's a superstar. And this was the best way the season could have ended because it was very catty and controversial and at sometimes mundane and boring. But Kida was consistently <laughs> infectious and kind and sweet. And the first winner of RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under is a Kiwi. Well done. She's the first Drag Race superstar. Sorry, Cottony Act. <laughs> also, I just feel like um, it's just so satisfying because... I also won, so. Yeah. <laughs> I just, my God, I'm out. I'm a winner, baby. I'm a winner. I'm a winner, baby. Uh, uh. And I didn't know until right before we got on. I was like, oh, shit, we wrote it down who we voted for last week. I'm like, ah! <laughs> be me on a day like today. What a gift. What a gift. What a gift. <laughs> See, my strategy has always been when selecting these things, don't pick who you actually want to win because if they do win and it's not the person you picked, joy, happiness. If it's not the person you want, but you got them right, joy, happiness. I don't feel very much joy coming from your side of <laughs> I feel it over here because I'm a winner. I'm a winner, baby. All right. Let's head to the chat and gemstone up this last episode of RuPaul's Drag Race, Down Under. <laughs> okay. Do you come from Down Under? So this episode and then in parentheses is season? Great. Love it. <laughs> Let me know when you're ready. I'm ready. Yes. Send. Whoa. <laughs> what? Emma and Nick tied for 93, which means they'll rewatch this episode that they didn't even watch all the way in the first place. We'll rewatch our edited version of it. I gave it an 84, which is the correct score because I did watch it twice and I won't watch it again. For the overall season, Nick with a low ball, no ball of 81. Emma with an 88, meaning neither one of them are ever going to rewatch the season again except the episode that they picked. I gave them a 91. It's the correct score. <laughs> Can you two explain your logic to me? This episode is rewatchable, yet we will not be rewatching the season. First of all, those have always been your rules. I have never subscribed to the fact that 90 and above means you'll rewatch it. I, I believe we all agreed to those at some point. Where's the contract? Show me the receipts. I like that kid of one. I appreciate that. It felt like the beautiful way to end this. I thought the editing was a lot better in this time. I felt like they actually made the queens interesting, enjoyable. This whole season, though, like getting rid of... Didn't even watch this whole episode. (laughs) Yeah, the editing was great. The editing that I did. (laughs) (laughs) Then this whole season, it's just, I don't know. I really pissed me off that they got rid of Anita Wiglet so quickly. Loved her. The mess of like sending art away and just bringing her immediately back by just saying, With like, Here no she is. caring about anyone ever. Um, having a conversation about race with only white queens because they sent the only queens of color home in the first and third episode, but brought back the white queen that left in episode two and kept the queen that did blackface and the one that has an inappropriate tattoo on her arm. So I don't know. I did like the Electra. Um, just being a goddamn mess the whole way through. Um, hot, too. Hot. Hot guy. Also hot. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't Max- know. No one was super endearing except for Kidda and Maxie. Oh, Maxie. Maxie well, she did grab me. And she said today that when I was listening that um, they had very little time to prepare. Yeah. And it was in December. So it was also so it's pandemic lockdown. 
It's yeah. Christmas, so everything is, you know, whatever yeah. happens with Christmas. And he he's best friends with Vanity from um, Wigs by Vanity, who was okay. cast on the show but broke her arm and couldn't come. Wow. So they were like, Maxie's like, my outfits are going to be terrible. And Vanity said, but you're going to have the best hair. <laughs> so you want to get on to Drag Race España? See, 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 see. So we didn't really talk much about episode three, correct? Last time. That was when yeah. Inti just walked out. Um, correct. So that's pretty much what happened. Inti walked out. Inti <laughs> <laughs> said, fuck you. You don't get my looks. Yeah. And did you read the drama, the Reddit, Twitter nonsense? No. So Inti put up on Instagram a different version of that same look where she's mostly naked. Yeah. And basically what she was saying was that was her original outfit and they wouldn't let her wear it. And mm-hmm. so then they fucked her outfit up and then read her for filth and she's not playing that game anymore. Oh, hurt her. Like, Why wouldn't they me... let her be almost naked, but they'll let Aquaria be almost naked? Sagittarius. Same. Same thing. Sagittarius. <laughs> I don't know. Sagittarius. I don't know. I also thought Davina's lip sync was pretty boring, even though the song was super fun. It was terrible. I do not like that bitch at all <laughs> good lord <laughs> well what did you think of this week's episode so this was like a grand a spectacular situation snatch game and the fucking ball in one episode and um the library was the open. reading challenge i know my god it was a lot there was Too a bad. lot happening i understood nothing <laughs> that is the hard part because it's like the the Captions would say something like Hannah Montana, more like Hannah nasty ass, which like in Spanish rhymes with Montana, whatever the word is, but clearly doesn't <laughs> translate. But that's why you have to give extra points to Poopy Poison because her character was still funny in Snatch Game, even though so I had no funny. idea who it was. Yeah. And Killer Queen, also funny, no clue who she was, and Sagittaria. So it's surprising how well Sagittaria did. I, so my girl, um, Hugasio. See? So badly as Mona Lisa. Just Which is too bad because she looked great. That was exactly. a great idea. Yeah. At least she knew it. Remember what season was it where they're like, we just slayed at Snatch Game. And then they're like, this is the worst Snatch Game we've ever seen. Like, so we were terrible. I think that was uh, Down Under. <laughs> yeah, that was this <laughs> season we just watched. So at least Ugazio knows. I, I did the appreciate the self awareness of nothing I said was funny. <laughs> yeah. I do not have the mental agility to make jokes. <laughs> That's what he said. Uh-huh. You know who I, I think the winner of this episode was, him. though? Supreme. I am, like, in love with him. He is totally growing on me. I have faith in him. I don't care if he wears the same wig every week. He's great. I just love he looks, him. He looks like a Martin Short character and, like, in an SNL skit. But it's just so funny, so sweet. And then I loved their fear, going back to uh, episode three real quick, when Dovima was like, if you wanted a private show, they were like, oh, you should have asked me. And they were like, ah! They had Even better when he went backstage and was like, Inti, what's going on? You know, this is a show you signed up for. And she's like, I'm dressed. I'm leaving. And he's like, okay, bye. Well, and then Inti even said, like, you know, I could wake up tomorrow and regret that I did this. Anyway, bye. <laughs> Talk to you in four years when my NDA expires. Is that how long? Interesting. That's what they wrote on their uh, Twitter. Heard. Tell you in four years. So <laughs> this fucking RuPaul's Drag Race contract is insane. Bussy Queen did a whole breakdown of it. Then some lawyer did a breakdown of Bussy Queen's breakdown of the contract. I was like, wow, we have a lot <laughs> going on. Yeah. I mean, you can always find someone riding someone else's Bussy. Instead of someone's coattails. Did you get it? Did you get it, though? Did you get it? Julie, laugh. Laugh, Julie, laugh. <laughs> Thank you. So highlights for me this week, Poopy Poison. What great I energy. Love saying her name. I love saying her name. Yeah. Say it. Live it. Learn it. Killer Queen was great. Carmen Farala, I don't know. Carmen Falafel. I don't super <laughs> appreciate her either. But I really liked Arancha, De La Mancha, De La Castilla, whatever. I love that her drag inspiration was Hannah Montana. It was so cute. I love that she's a little belly and she was always showing it in crop tops. Wow. I was shocked at how good Hugazio was. At the lip sync? Turned the party and the Javier's the were like, out. yes! Bravo! 
Well, they seem to really care. Everyone on the Spanish panel seems really to care about the queens, you know? Yeah. And, and then I the woman the- whose song it was, and she's like, don't worry, this song is going to get your pump. And I'm like, this song is a dud. Yeah. Pussy, she just was pussy, like, pussy, 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 pussy. It was like, don't, 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 pussy, pussy, pussy. It was not like a super fun, like Ariana Grande or somebody fun. Can I tell you my main fear about All Stars, which starts next week, by the way? Ah! That Charlie XCX is going to be on, and they're going to play Boom Fucking Clap, and not any of her other stunning songs. I can't even think of how Boom Clap goes. Sing it for me. Boom, clap the sound of my heart. The beat goes on and on and on and on. And boom, clap. You make me love the come on with me and come on. But she's so many ones. Like, let's ride. Do, 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 do. Let's ride. Made with that sounds like a bop. It's a bop. <laughs> Co-written and produced by Sophie. Oh, she recently died. So bored. You really know how to pick the podcast up, don't you? Boom, 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 boom. Let's ride. All right. So did you say fuck at the end? Anything else you want to say about this episode of Drag Race Spain? Just that it has the perfect balance of like heart and drama and insane outside of the TV show controversies and humor. I just like the queens. It's they're much more endearing. And enjoyable, I have personally found, than Down Under. All right, let's do some predictions for next week then. Who's going to win the week? Like Who's going to be the number top? And who's going to be the chop? What's the challenge again? It's an acting challenge. Okay. And Hugasio was like, sweet. And you're like, um, you're terrible at this. Oh, uh, no. Like and then he and Dovina are fighting. And then he's like, Dovina, you're a terrible person. She's like, you're going to get chopped. <laughs> I don't hate her. I just don't. I'm going to say Poopy is finally going to win the maxi challenge next week. And then Dovina is going to go home. Yeah. I'll just go first. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, is it, Emma? Is uh-huh. it? Or are you yep. just riding on the coattails of, I'm a winner. Exactly. I'm a winner, baby. <laughs> smart. Nick, would you like to go rogue or what? No, I think, well, I guess I should just. Uh, I think this is how you ended up with Karen from finance. It is how you it ended is. up with Karen. You didn't want to match me with Kita, so you're like, I'll just go for the other one. I was like, okay, so Okay, fine. Then, then Poopy, I think will win. And then I think the bottom will be Carmen and... Just who goes home. Oh, oh fuck. Dovima. It's just my imagination. All right, so we need to pick our teams for <gasps> Drag Race... Um, All-Star 6? Fantasy yeah. Football League. Fantasy Drag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've put up all the peeps. This is my final score sheet, but just so you can see everybody. So we've got Akira Davenport, Eureka, Ginger Minj, Jan Sport, Jiggly Caliente, Kylie Sonique Love, Pandora Box, Raja O'Hara, Scarlet Envy, Serena Cha-Cha, Soaking Up Meganash, Trinity K. Bonet, and Yara Sophia. You get points for winning the mini challenge if there is one, the maxi challenge, staying the next week, throwing shade. You do not win points if you lose, get kicked off, Right. So you get to but pick you win if you win the lip sync though. So getting the bottom Correct. two that wins the lip sync gets you points. Correct. So you get to pick three people. They don't. Ha- you don't have to worry about what order they're going to finish in or anything like that. You just have to try and get the biggest point makers you've got. So week one or work one. Nick, who are you going to pick? Okay, I'm going to pick Ky- Kylie Sunique Love. Okay. A lot of faith in her. Um, Trinity K. Bonet. Oh, throwing shade is one, right? Okay. Yes. Oh, and like crying on stage, you know. Okay. Well, then, then Silky. Emma. Um, Oh no! Wait! 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 Can I skip? Can I skip? Can you skip? Um, Okay. For throwing shade. We don't need throwing shade. You just need to pick three people that you think will get points in the challenges, the lip sync, drama, and runway. Okay, I'm going to put Akira for Silky because I think Akira, Serena, Chacha are going to have a lot of drama. Emma C? All right, I'm going to put Serena, Chacha, Ginger Minj, and Trinity K. Bonet. Uh, I'm going to put Jiggly, Kylie, and Eureka. That's my fantasy team for week one. That's exciting. I plan on winning every week, but especially <laughs> week one.
All right, Em, are we playing a game this week? We can either play some Scategories or some Mad Gabs. Oh, I'm terrible at Mad Gabs, but I'm Let's do it. Do Mad Gabs. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Mad Gabs. All right. All right. Ready? Yep. All right. The first card is Easel Aid Ease Man. He's a ladies' man. <laughs> that is correct. Woo-hoo! All right, second card. No sayer. No sayer. No sayer. Good job, Damn Julie. it, Julie. <laughs> One point each. <laughs> Next card. Ease, ace, life, ox. He's a slice of fox. Slice of fox. Nope. He's a sly fox. He's a sly fox. She doesn't get that. Oh, I did get that. I said it. Yeah. All right. Card number four. I pillow fizz sigh. Life of pie. Life is pie. Pie. If he gets it wrong, I get the point. No, I, that's not my final answer. I pill of his eye. Apple of his eye! <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Two points each. <laughs> Eight ween gull any size. 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 Eight Eight wingle any size. I do not know. Eight wingle any size. <laughs> Eight wingle any size. A, a twinkle in his eyes. Size. A twinkle in his eyes. <laughs> I, I still don't even hear it. Stirring beak. Drink bikini. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's the desperation with which you yell. Stirring bikini. <laughs> Wait, is that right? Yep, that's correct. Good Four job. to two. <laughs> Thank you. Next card of lion's quarrel. A lion squirrel. No. Of lion's quarrel. Of lion squirrel. A lion squirrel. Of lion squirrel. Of lion squirrel. Flying squirrel. Flying squirrel. Damn it! Yes. <laughs> Fucking a. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Three. I'm doing better than I thought it would. That's a win for me. Yeah. Okay. Next card. Dawn, drink, hand, arrive. Drink, hand, arrive. Don't drink and drive. Don't drink and drive. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> Don't drink and drive. <laughs> Five to three. You sure noodle. Use your noodle. Okay. Well, we need to Five calm to down. Four. Do we Don't drink it, John! Next card. Why tail huff hunt? Wide white tail huff hunt. White elephant. White, white elephant. <laughs> no, I gave you the building well, blocks. Well, I guess of you light. said. Not do your thinking outside uh, <laughs> external processing. Do internal processing. Do why no hue? Do why no hue? Do I know you? Damn it, Julie! <laughs> for I imagine this would be like fun for game. people driving. Like, yes. <laughs> They're probably at home like, do I know you? Do I know you? <laughs> Sea can't hire dove fit. Sick and tired of it is what I am of you, Julie. <laughs> Good job. Still tied up at six to six. When did Julie? Fine. <laughs> ape hand hair. Or sorry, ape hand hub hair. A hand of hair. No. Ape, no, but that's a panda bear. Panda bear. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. Panda bear is correct. <laughs> Pretty shack scent. British accent. Bam! <laughs> I don't like what's happening. <laughs> 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 
Mike Ranch healed Ren. My grandchildren. My grandchildren. <laughs> Julie Sunderland for the win. Nine. I said it louder. I said it louder though. <laughs> but I said it. Before. I said it louder. Nine to six. When did you get so good at this? Dwellphrosis. Twelve roses. I don't. Jack, share your screen with us immediately, Julie. <laughs> what do you mean? No, wow. I just. Wow. Wow. Julie is up. <laughs> Ten to six. Up arrow. Tin issues. A pair of tennis shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas coming back at seven points. Izzy, because we're on the last two. So. <laughs> Wait, no, we're on the last two. So Ten to seven. Yeah. Ale huck each arm. Lucky, lucky charm. charm. I said <laughs> that it first was a and jinx. <laughs> you both get a no, half. No, I point. said it first and louder. I said it first in my ears. Then I get it. Then we both get a half a point for the last one. All right, I will decide final out. points in post. We're still at ten seven. <laughs> so good luck. Ten seven, two left. Come and get me. How's the Y Funk heads? How's the Y? How's the wife and kids? Okay, well, we don't need to scream. <laughs> and yet Except we when it's always you. do. <laughs> All right, final card. Why play? Skate. Fin skate. Fin skate. Fin skate. Fin skate. Fence gate. What? Fence gate. That yes. is what Nick said. And it is correct. Fence gate. 11 8. Bump, 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 bump. I'm a winner, baby. I'm a winner. I got to say, a what winner, a respectable baby. and well performed game. <laughs> Especially by the winner. By the winner, baby. I mean, when I win at things I'm not good at, I just, I don't even know. <laughs> Is it as fun, more fun, or less fun than when you win at things you aren't yes. at? <laughs> Hold on, let me do the Nick dance. <laughs> oh my gosh, I just want to thank everybody for listening and caring and wanting to be a part of our process. I'm just, I'm just so grateful. I'm pissed. Big man upstairs. <laughs> All right, so we're going to watch Drag Race España, which is on Sunday nights on WOW Presents. We will be watching uh, RuPaul's Drag Race All-Star Season 6, which begins on the 24th Woo! on Paramount+. Plus. Um, this week, we, I watched Lupin on Netflix and uh, Man in the Orange Shirt on Amazon Prime. And I looked at Twitter, which is on Twitter. <laughs> and I watched Elite, which you can find on Netflix. I also watched Vampire Diaries, which you can find on Netflix. I also watched My Weight Not Change Despite Not Eating on my scale. And I watched Julie win several games that I should have. All the games. Julie won all the games. <laughs> uh, go to TakeSpot.com, get on the link tree, and join us in the Drag Race Fantasy League, which I am mucho excited about. Mucho. Um, you can also mucho see us on uh, Instagram at TakeSpot.com. That's where we want Instagram. you to go. And then Twitter, which we never tweet. But check out Libre the website that Emma has created. <laughs> I hope you guys have the best week ever. I hope you get to win at something because it feels really good. <laughs> okay. Bye, Emma. Bye, Nick. <laughs> Bye. Go to hell. I love you, though. <laughs> Bye, gentle viewers. Takes All Over the Place is a project of Team Takes, a.k.a. Nick Cotter, Julie Sunderland, and Emma Cotter. With the invaluable sound editing help from Phil Cotter and... Frank! <laughs> the awesome toenails on the wood floor from Frank! <laughs> we love you, Frank. Hello. It's Daddy's Day for all the daddy's, daddy's day. out there. Daddy's Your legs look so spelt. Thank you. I got all my weight in my midsection. <laughs> and my ass. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, 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 yes. All right, all right. Hold on, we need to get to the chorus. Okay. Five minutes have passed, and Julie is still dancing to her celebration song. <laughs> What? It's Julie. Who knew? <laughs> Me? <laughs> Today? In everything? Oh my God.
great Well, story. thank you so much for listening. Join Emma and I next week when <laughs> Julie's asking. <laughs>